so your first really full year in the business, you do over 10 million in the business, and now this year you're on track, you're almost actually at 9 million already year to date. Welcome to The Solution, a real estate podcast where we talk about the fact that it's time to put the consumer first in real estate. Jeff Seabach and Phil Sexton run a residential real estate team in Arizona that closed over $230 million in sales in 2018. Join us as they interview top real estate agents from across the country and learn how agents are adjusting to this consumer-centric world. If you like what you hear, please share with your colleagues or give us a like. Thank you guys for tuning in. This is episode 103. Well done, Phil Sexton. This is the Solution uh, Real Estate Podcast. This is where we talk about putting the consumer first. We're, we're now on our Rising Star Series. And so we see business, we see real estate agents out there that have done this much business and then this much business and then this much business. And we say, let's bring them in so that we can have conversations that are real world, in the trenches conversations. And today, Jeffrey Seabock. Well, very special because, I mean, they're probably the newest to the industry. Like, I mean, if you want to talk about rising stars, they're on an epic rise. I mean, because of their explosive start to their career. Because um, a lot of the rising stars we've had so far have been in the business and then they're having a better year, year over year in 18 versus 17. So um, can you, you want to introduce them first? Or tell Let's give Jan and Jordan Ian a round of applause. Woo! Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you for having us. Yeah, so a couple of the, uh, let's just set the stage so our listeners know what we're talking about here. You guys are licensed with uh, Keller Williams Realty Sonoran Living. He is. You are not. I am not. Jan is the wizard behind the curtain, if you will. More or less. More or less. Okay, so you've got operations yes. and design yes. and staging. Award-winning design. Award, which we're going to get to that. Oh, we're gonna that. Along and with our daughter, Ashley. Along okay. with Ashley, right. yes, who's a part of the business, yes, a part of the yes. team. And then we have real estate agent extraordinaire, Jordan. I, you, you don't need to say the extraordinaire. but okay. Just realtor. Right. Right. Yeah. Realtor. Yeah. Okay, good. Realtor Jordan. All right, that sounds so lackluster for the conversations we've been having. Uh, I'm excited to get into some of the, the patents that you've helped develop, the companies that you've, that you've sold off, the, the pure entrepreneur spirit that you bring to this business. I'm excited to. But let's talk about this. You got licensed at the end of 2017. And in that Q4, in the fourth quarter of 2017, you guys closed $2 million worth of business. Correct. Which is an outstanding start to a career. Correct. Yes. And then in 2018, you did over $10 million in production. So your first really full year in the business, you do over $10 million in the business. And currently, you're already right, Which is 5x, right? Like year over year, and especially year one to year two. Jeff, we talked to a lot of agents okay. that wish they could do $10 million in their second, in their first full year in the business. But that's why they're here, and that's why we're excited. Yes. And now this year, you're on track. You're almost actually at $9 million already year to date. So uh, well done. Yeah. And we're having fun doing it. And okay, fun. good. Like, and now, how, so how'd you do it? Yeah. So it all started because Jan wanted to flip a house. Okay. And she wanted, we had sold our business in 2009. I worked for that company for a couple of years. We did some consulting. Jan worked for them for a shorter time. Um, and we were looking for something to do. And so we did consulting. We worked with a lot of startup entrepreneurs. And they all had these dreams of becoming Google in like two months. And it was very frustrating working with them. So she kept saying, I want to flip a house. And I was like, I, I don't really want to flip a house. But if you want to flip a house, 
I'll get my license. We can do our own deals. It sounds exciting flipping houses. It sounds exciting. It okay. does. I, does. I, I mean, I got H I get HGTV. Right. <laughs> exactly. And I exactly. would say that a lot of people get into real estate because of the how attractive that looks from afar. Was that your experience? Well, I would say it was, and and it, I had done it in our um, office space. I had created our office environment, our home environment. So it was always a passion. But then I just thought, well, here's a way that I can apply it on a bigger level. And, and we did. It was a little bigger than we anticipated. We <laughs> I wish we had photos for the crowd because I'm betting it was pretty attractive. It turned out great. It was I mean, a it cute was a, place. It was a mid-century Phoenix house. We took it mm -hmm. down to the studs. We, it was. A, 1,200 square feet when we started, 200 of which was not permitted. We took that off. Was it like in the historic district or down in the built one It was uh, Central Phoenix. It was 10th uh, place. And so we took it down to the studs. We turned it into 2,300 square feet. We added a master suite. We added the garage and stunning design that Jan and Ashley did. They even went back. The house was built in 1951. They found what was the top color in 1951, and that's the color of the door in the garage. Oh wow! And Ashley so, did a great job. So it was that. really, it was fun to get it to that point, but I wouldn't say it was profitable. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because even when how I said, long did you take the improvement process? Oh gosh, nine months. I think it was about nine months. Wow. What yeah. year did you buy it? Uh, we bought it uh, in uh, early 2017. Yeah. Yeah, oh, you know what, the market kind of flattened there a little bit too. I probably didn't help you. No, no, right? Because no. at the end of sixteen, due to the election, I know that I know our market kind of flattened, and then we started to, you know, so that was your timing might not have been as Ideal. fortuitous. Yes, <laughs> it would have been the first time. So um, when we got done with that project, we kind of self-assessed and said, "Okay, what do we do now? Because we don't want to do another house." And we realized that. But we liked. We realized that we liked real estate. Well, and we learned a lot during that project as well. So yeah. we didn't feel like we walked away with. We felt like we paid for okay. education. That's kind yeah. of the way we look at. It. And I think we want to get to it. Your successful entrepreneurial spirit before and running companies and all that stuff, but but continue on. So at that point, we said, "Well, what do we know?" And we we knew luxury real estate. We've been very blessed in our businesses. We had a home in Maui, Hawaii. We had a home here. At home in Chicago, and they were all at the luxury level. And we said, "Okay, what's our experience been?" And I can't say that our experience has always been stellar when we've dealt with other realtors in the past. And they didn't necessarily really understand some of the markets. So we thought, "What if we took or what we know about marketing, what we know about business, and what we know about people, and kind of say we're going to be real estate reimagined?" And that's what we set off to do in sort of the last quarter of 2017. And nice. it's even at the top of your award win flyer, real estate reimagined. Uh, awesome, I love that. I, I, I have to say, the Jeff Seabach story of getting into the business was fueled by uh, less than stellar experiences with real estate agents as well, right? I think that that is a common thread where you go through these transactions and you're like, I could do it better than this. We in fact, to, I'm going to do it better than we this. We had to rewrite the copy of the MLS on one of our homes that we sold. Well, I'm not surprised to hear that from. Wait a minute. When you say we rewrote it, okay. Oh, both together. I thought you were going to say just it was just jam. Actually, I want to get into a little bit about working because there's a lot of husband and wife teams in this industry that I want to touch on a little bit. But let's let's rewind a second because you, what did you do before real estate? So together we built three other businesses. The last business was one of the first email marketing companies, and so if you hold on, one of the first 
email mark i mean that's not you said it so elegantly i mean i, just, I can't let it roll by like that like i am an email marketer and the core of our business from our development was all about being really good at email marketing so it's a pleasure to meet you first of all but tell us more so um we came up with this idea um harley davidson was a consulting client of ours we i go to their annual meetings with their dealers and at one of them i was at a cocktail party and the guy said you know if we could figure out a way to send email that was well written we could cut our advertising costs dramatically so we said it I, on the plane ride back i sort of jotted down this note on how i could do this and when i got back to the office we had one employee at the time he said i think i could program it so we started down the road of were you a tech person then i, I had a lot of tech background okay All so right. Uh, we started down that road of what we call only because if you're inventing a category, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you have something there. So we called it Harley Mail, and then we realized it was something much bigger than Harley. And um, so we started to grow that business, and it got big very fast. Um, we brought on clients like Apple Computer, Harley Davidson, Xerox. Blackhawks, the Bulls, all kinds of based out of little, Illinois. And little yeah. mom and pop. And no, they weren't all based in Illinois. No, but you guys were based in Illinois. We were based, we were based, based in, in Illinois, Illinois. Yes. Yes. Illinois. yes. Our office was in Ohio. And we um, we grew that business. And in 2009, one of our clients bought it from us. So that's, what, that's how we ended up here. Because we realized we didn't have to shovel snow anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Even though I did move seven snow shovels here, we did move seven snow shovels oh, here. Oh, yes. Do you still have them? Oh, no, no, we don't. Get them to some place with staff. Yeah, you better be on top of Desert Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. You visited it last year. Yes. 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 That's awesome. Nice. So you had that business. I know you've had some other businesses, but you've also, you both are avid writers. Yes. All right. And everything we, we do marketing-wise, we write together. Okay. Our MLS copy, our brochures. A report, our blogs, articles. It's it's an ongoing back and collaboration forth between mm -hmm. her and I. Yeah, so you actually brought in a sample, and I'm sorry for the audio guest, but let me just describe this. What I would say is a full color, eight and a half by eleven, uh, thirty-two page marketing pamphlet. It almost feels a little like a miniature book. That it, it's it's kind of only because we talk about in doing video, we do long form and short form. Like it's kind of almost because yeah. of the, I, I just meant because usually it's a, a typical real estate brochures are all photos and like uh, a little marketing copy that you see from MLS where yours is way more involved and uh, just awesome. I mean, elegant. It yeah. is available digitally if somebody wants to see it on our website. What is your website? Thelifestylecollection.com. Okay. Great. Click on luxury report and then it takes you to a digital version. Awesome. I think this is great. So you sent this. This is you guys are based out of North Scottsdale, correct? And you sent this hard copy to your geographic farm. Yes. Got we it. About six thousand homes that were a million dollars plus. Cool. And you you mentioned that that was kind of the kickstart of your business. Yes. Okay. That was the first. This is the fourth one we we've done. Okay. So then, do you think that you sent it out pre first sale? Not pre first sale, but after our first sale. Okay. We didn't have any Early. listings. Right. I called a bunch of other agents and said, hey, do you mind if I put a picture of your listing in this? Sure. So we had a, a story to tell. A lot, a lot of the detail is statistics because we know we're targeting, in many cases, business people. Sure. They like statistics, and this is what they're used to seeing in the corporate world. Yeah. So um, 
Was the first sale a buyer or a seller? Seller. A seller. So how did you get that? How, I mean, because getting your first listing is a, you know, a huge win. So how did that happen? So I knew, I didn't know this person well, but I knew he was going to be putting his house on the market. And I wrote him a In the community you live? Yes. Okay. Uh, he didn't live there. He'd moved. Uh, well, I, I mean, I guess there's a lot of people that don't live there all year round. Correct. Right. Okay. Good deal. Um, and he, I, I wrote him a long letter and I said, you know, I haven't listed a house, but we have some ideas about marketing. We'll share those with you. I also brought another agent with me who had luxury experience to partner to make that happen. So that Were you with Keller Williams at the yeah. time? Okay. And, um, so you brought Andrew Bloom with you? Kudos, nice touch. Awesome, good strategy. Though it's always good when new to bring in an experienced person with you to help out, just to give you some. And so, what we said was, um, he had been on the market with another agent for about 500 days, and we said, let us come in. Is that all? 500? Yes. We'll come in, Jan and the team will style and stage the house. We'll do high level marketing. We did video, we did. He had previously been with another agent for right, a long yes, time. Correct. Okay, right, right, right. And I just didn't want you to perjure yourself by saying it was already listed in a sense. No, 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 and so did your past speaking, like that, you know, the command, I mean, help you out with that, you think? Command? The command of an audience. Oh, yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that helped me, but uh, certainly our marketing background did helped us tremendously. The marketing and the business. And we were, we, I put together probably a 15-page marketing plan that I presented to him at that meeting. And um, we listed it. They went in and they styled it. And, it looked gorgeous when they were done. As you know, 90 days for a $2 million house is not, not a lot of time. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm guessing you got an extension at some no, point. No, oh, you sold, got it sold. Went under contract in 38 days. Wow. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. I led to our second listing around the corner from that one, which we sold the day we listed. Wow. They don't all go that fast, though. What's that? They, they don't all go, go that fast, of course. Well, I mean, there's a, uh, yeah. There's timing. <laughs> so you get the success, you get the success. It's the two of you, it's the three of you working together, right? At that point, there was at the three of us. At that point, there was three of you. And now, like to fast forward, you brought on, like, at what point did you know you needed another agent on your team? About when, a year and a half ago. Yeah, when we realized we can't be at all showings and can't always help clients at the same time. Right. Only because I know we're entire entire in business for a year and a half. So what do you but I do want to speak to you that so okay. six for those six that are not in. familiar with the luxury audience, especially in selling houses in Desert Mountain, um, most of the houses are hand shown, meaning that you have to be there for every single showing to serve as a as a part of your service. And that because that puts a lot of strain when you have more listings and you have more showings, just there's things that need to be attended to. Um, awesome. So, but I'm more, I'm thinking, um, so you went in the term of buyer, seller, you went seller, seller? Seller, seller. So that is probably. And the second seller, we helped them buy. Okay, good deal. So you went seller, seller, buy. Good deal. And then did you have a mentor because you were new to the industry? 
I would say I've had a lot of people that have given me good advice. Okay. Um, Greg Kilroy being one, Frank Azami being another. Um, you know, Frankie's yeah, and well, Frankie's certain, awesome. So certainly, <laughs> the, the people in my office, um, EJ McKinney has been fabulous to work with. Awesome, and uh, we have good brokers. It's just, uh, I would say that it's probably less than five percent of the people that start out in their career of real estate being seller seller. I mean, it speaks to your marketing presence and experience coming into the business because. Um, that's just difficult to do, and you have to come in. You have to come in guns a blazing to win. I mean, seller, seller, because in sellers, Jeff, have Jeff, his, what six thousand thirty-two page, eight and a half by eleven, full color, like guns a blazing. Yes, guns a blazing, sir. Right, like yeah. But he said the first one he didn't have that. I, 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 this the first, the first one we had this done, but we didn't have it printed, so he had a digital version. Got it, and. Um, it went out right after that listing and closed. Closed, and yeah. within a week after we sent this out, we had a phone call from somebody, and we listed their house. Yeah, awesome, right? I love it. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm interested why it's not red and it's blue. <laughs> <laughs> it says Keller Williams on it. Don't you pick uh, on colors? I'm just teasing. I'm just blue. teasing. All right, so you've been in the business now for. Uh, Two years, right? You've got a team. Where do you see your business going? So, and you've done ten million. You've now are about to repeat it, if not beat it, right? The goal, I assume, the goal is to continue the growth. We want to add new people to the team. Um, we want to not stay exclusively in luxury. We, we want to go down market a little bit and take what we do and just change it up for that market. Yeah, it's interesting because I think most agents, especially, I mean, even the audience that we have listening here. Are on the opposite side right they say how can i raise they come to us and say how can i raise my average sales price how can i get into that luxury market and so what you guys did it's almost uh it's a little unicorny in the sense that to break into no, the is. marketplace at that price point, that's why we wanted to bring you on it's special yes absolutely is like you can market your way to conversations that obviously your experience and your mentorship or however you got your training which keller williams is one of the I mean, they're still looked at as one of the top companies in the business as far as a training organization, right? Um, for for agents that are getting going in in this industry, but uh, kudos to you for getting that done. I'm impressed. So, I what do you think is the key, though? Because you've had a rocket start. I mean, is there anything that we haven't talked about that you've leaned on to to get off the start that you have? Well, I think obviously our business experience, Jordan's marketing background, but. On some level, we are our clients. Um, we've been in the same position they have been in, frustrated by the experience, and so we understand it. But then um, for our business clients, we can speak on their level because we've been in business for a long time. So we get very comfortable communicating with them. They get very comfortable communicating with us, and I think that's really contributing. Well, you're, uh, I have this thing when we speak. I say, I tell agents to stay in their lane. Because a lot of real estate is, and people don't realize because they always want to go outside of their lane. Mm -hmm. But it's actually way harder to look to win. It's because of what you just said is you you said we are our clients, but you understand that someone that owns multiple homes, right, or someone that has lived in multiple places and that has run a successful business, it's just easier to associate because you yourself have those uh, same experiences. Yeah, and same attributes, right? So it's just. Uh, but I mean, that's the best way to win business is to uh, share commonalities in certain ways. So, yeah, awesome. absolutely. 
So I'm doing a quick scan of this along with reading up what we could research about you guys in preparation for this. Um, I noticed that you're a storyteller. You're storytellers, right? Well, and so I'd like for you to talk about how important storytelling is in marketing and in real estate. Well, I even I want to hear the development of how that has come about because I think that that's hard for, I think a lot of people when we, when we, we interview a lot of agents, we talk a lot in public that they hear about storytelling, but they, I don't know how that one becomes a storyteller. So. We, we tell all of our clients, part of our listing presentation, it's all about the story. Everything that's going to sell your house is about the story, the negotiations that comes down the road, but we have to tell the story and we have to do it in 800 characters because that's going to be syndicated in Zillow and Trulia, Redfin, across the market. And those are words people will search on and they've got to be able to find your house. And we actually did research into what words help sell houses and sell them quicker and which words are used in MLS copies where they've been on the market for 500 more days. Okay, time out. So you take all of the luxury listings that sold within 30 days, you export the public remarks and you put them into a, and then you match however many words are. Let's call it Excel. Give me the top five. No, just the top three. Okay, the number one. Give us the number one. Not motivated buyer. Not, not motivated. <laughs> 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 it's like the most for expired oh, listing. Yeah, yeah, Cancel yeah, listing. Yeah. Um, oh, can I just applaud your market research? Yeah, that's like, awesome. That's, that story right there, sir and ma'am, is a good one. Is a good one. That's, we published that in the first volume of this report, and we said there is a difference in the words that people use to describe a home that's going to sell quicker and one that's going to sit on the market. And so we use the, the words, but we also both write and we spend an awful long time putting together MLS copy, brochure copy. We'll spend days picking the music for the video. Not quite days, but well, sometimes hours over days. I'm going to go with it. Well, I just love the pride, right? Oh, attention to the details. So Jan, I saw, I saw a smile try to sneak out when I mentioned the word story. Yes. Why? Well, because I don't think, or we don't think that we're selling properties or houses, we're selling lifestyles. So that's where the story comes in for us is how do we, how do we describe that in a way that, that the potential buyer can imagine themselves living there. They can see their lifestyle unfold. So typically that's how my daughter and I and our team, we change of houses when we go um, to visit and prepare them for market, uh, whether it's staging, styling, editing, whatever we're doing to help leave behind that past life and present it in a new life so that others then see themselves there. And we actually developed a process that we use that we think is successful, which is that we actually start with our brochure copy. And we use a very specific uh, uh, form in which we lay it all out and from that brochure copy that derives our MLS copy so that we still pull out elements of the lifestyle into the MLS copy so it's not just a oh, four bedroom three and a half bath house you know actually have some places where it can describe the lifestyle that we're trying to demonstrate and um, and we feel that that helps us be very consistent not only in our team but also in the words we consistently use with each property so that we're all on the same page. Is there anything you do specifically um, 
I got lots of questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just different. I yeah, different the approach. Agreed. So, how about? I mean, do you try and help create the story with the seller's involvement, or is it more of you as market expert? Go in and feel the story and then develop a lot of time in the house. We what's defined as a lot of time? That's a big word. Well, usually our first presentation meeting with a client, a potential client, usually runs about 90 minutes. Yeah, 90 minutes to an hour, uh, up to an hour and a half, two, two hours. hours. And then we'll go back once we have the listing and basically inventory the house. Inventory put together the list of what are the amenities that this house has and then go back and start crafting the story and we have to carry that story do inventory it as uh you know uh the name of the granite in the kitchen no and the name of the like what is the inventory so we so we're really going through and and um we're describing the features so that we start getting a feel for the property yeah so and what do so, you mean by features so typically it'd be uh myself and my uh our daughter Ashley uh, and Nicole, and it might be you know the decor double ovens, or it might be whatever it is about the pool and spa that it's you know tiled or recreated or you know whatever it may be. So as we're on that property together, we start talking about okay, who's our market here, and and what does this house feel like? This particular house on this on the cover uh, on the cover here, for example. That house has a very lodgy kind of feel to us. Yeah, so I, that's why I originally asked because yeah. I was like, "Is that Forest Highlands versus right. Desert Mountain?" Right? So you know, we—that's where we that where we start our our marketing process and how we're presenting that home. Is it? Oh, okay, this kind of feels like a lodge. Okay, so if it feels like a lodge to us, then it's going to feel like that to others. So then, how can we? demonstrate that it's interesting because it has almost even a contemporary feel i mean that's kind of, this is like very desert mountain brick in the front right whatever that is but it feels a little more contemporary but then we we take that story that we've crafted with words and we do the same thing with video so in some of our videos we've had actors we've she's set up an entire brunch and um, in the house, in, in the, the house. house, yes, that you're yeah. filming. It becomes yeah. part of our photos in MLS. It becomes yeah. part of the video. I like that. that. I like that a lot. So you kind of a uh, day in the life kind of uh, style. Exactly. Right? So for example, with this particular house, they had a really cool uh, wet bar area by a really great stone fireplace, and they had a piano there. And we thought, oh, martinis, this makes sense. So we actually well, had no, set up. Duh. <laughs> so we Please set tell up, me black tie. Come on, <laughs> so, we, so we set up a martini bar, and then um, you know we actually have the actual items and and olives and that sort of thing. And, and then the hand when pouring it. the hand pouring it, another hand going out and reaching for the glass. So those are the types of things that we do in our video to wow. help. Uh, demonstrate the lifestyle that that households. Were you guys in video production in your previous job, like businesses I've, that you I've built? done a lot of video production in the past. Yeah. We, um, when I was a speaker, I had to do videos to sell myself as a speaker. Speaking reels, speaker reels. So is this yeah. um, shot with an iPhone? Is this shot with a camera that no, you own? No. Is this no, a professional? Use, professional yeah. Right. We well, I'm just trying to, I mean, yeah. it's a... Yeah. Uh, 
No, it's if you're trying to go downstream, we might have to, you know, at some point. <laughs> at, what, at, at what price point do we not go professional? Do we go? <laughs> I don't think live. that for us. Facebook Live. For your Facebook Live. We'll do some teaser videos that we do ourselves. We, yeah. Know, we shoot on a gimbal. And, um, yeah. But that's just the teasers, the, the real thing. And again, all of them are on our website. If anybody So, how long are they? Um, uh, usually about two and a half minutes, two. So then the teaser is 20 seconds, 30 seconds? Yeah, it could be 15 seconds. Oh, wow. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. I, I'm excited. I, and so, Do uh, you name the house? I every, mean, every house. Yeah. Uh, house. Yeah. Every house has a Wait, what is this house? I didn't name? see the name inside. That's what I was looking for. Okay. Um, my guess is that, what's the name? Do you, do you remember? remember. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's, in it's in here, but I can't remember. Oh. All right, while he's looking at that, let me... <laughs> So I'd like to get a little bit into the husband and wife in business again. This isn't the first. This isn't the first business that you two have built, correct? Oh, Casano, Oh, nice, awesome. Sorry, go ahead. That's Summit View. Summit View. Because it looks up at the Summit. Oh, I can see it in the back. Yeah. So husband and wife building business together. Yep. Talk to me about it. Thirty-six. Who's thirty-six boss. years? Good job. Uh, <laughs> who's the boss? <laughs> you, he, he doesn't even. My answer. wife works with us. Every yeah. <laughs> awesome. How do you manage that? How do you? Uh, is it just smooth as pie always? You guys seem very fun. No, not always, smooth no. as pie not, always. Not always, but, but we've done it long enough that we talk about staying in your lane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I keep getting pushed back into my lane. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. No, but that's it. It's boundary. You draw the boundary. I, I assume you're drawing boundaries inside of work, but then you also have to draw boundaries from, okay, that's work. This is not. Okay, that's the other thing. There's never not. There's never not work. Got it. Uh, at least at this stage like of building a business. Yeah. Right. You know, we like working, but at this stage, you yeah. know, we've got to stay. We're entrepreneurs. And so how many hours, right? Well, seven days a week, usually 10 hours, 12 10, hours. 12. At least, probably, nice. in some way. Yeah. Whether we're talking about it, whether we're with clients. I mean, I have clients that text me at five thirty in the morning. Yeah. We you we know. give concierge level service to our clients. And one client. And unfortunately, he lives in New York, and he. No, no. no. <laughs> he lives here, and he's a bachelor. Oh. And, um, Those I, the opposite hours. I'm, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. He's coming in. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he relies on us. He's, and he's a great client. He's a great client. And, but I jokingly say. You're gonna get that text one day says like pancakes for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. But this is a client, he's been a great client to work with. But to give you a level of service that we do, his wine cellar died. So we went over to his house, we got all his wine. We have a wine cellar in our house. We brought all of his wine, and he's a collector and he's got a lot. I was gonna say, how, how much, much wine does he have? Because like, like, I've seen some eight hundred, some fifteen hundred bottles. He, he I mean, picked the best bottles. And, and that's what we took. We with took us. them all the way to our house, put them in the cellar. Um he thought it was working, took them all back. It didn't work. We had to take them all back again. So we told him we're going to hang on to it for a little longer. So we've yeah. had it for a couple of weeks now. <laughs> but that's, we do that kind of service. That's what we do. Yeah. All right. So I got to dive a little more into the marketing. Though. Okay. All right. So this is print. So what do you do, you do um, any specific, like, direct to the consumer, like Facebook marketing, Instagram marketing? Do you, what do you do? We do a ton of Facebook. We do a ton of Instagram. Um, we do paid campaigns. Uh, we do a lot of Zillow. Um, what else do we do? Uh, top Agent Network. Top Agent Network. Um, so, I mean, we're always looking for new ways to get the message out there. 
Um, we've got a lot of very targeted Facebook things that we've done that have been successful. We know that people have come in as a result of what they saw on Facebook. So, um, so, so you've done some part of the houses? strategy. Oh, so that's a part of the strategy of you create a high-end video. And then to promote that video, I assume you're talking about Facebook. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. All right. So that's just that's one of your distribution channels. Yeah. Is that your number one distribution channel for the video? Yes, I would say. What's number two? Um, Zillow. We do the Zillow paid, paid Agent Direct program where your listing is featured. So if you go on Zillow and you look up 85266, one of our listings will always be there and there's a direct link to the video. Got it. Nice. To the one, production quality. Video. And then we actually produced two other videos. Um, one specifically about North Scottsdale and the lifestyle that North Scottsdale offers. And then we did the same thing specifically for Whisper Rock. We realized. Oh, I would say I was saying it doesn't matter, but it was it, it was the whisper out. Yeah. yeah, I apologize. And there's a lot of myths myths about North Scottsdale, and I, I kind of learned this as I was at a showing in one of our houses, and the agent was from Alatuki, and she goes to the client. I don't understand why you would want to buy a house out here. There's nothing to do, and I was like. We have to tell the story of what North Scottsdale offers because it offers. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I laugh because my best way to win a listing was have the client, when they first visit the valley, work with someone that was uh, from another part of the valley and then come work with me so that they could really understand. Because unfortunately, um, it, you have to live there to know it, right? Mm -hmm. Like to really tell the the best features of it because it's yeah. from far and a lot of people are like, oh, well, it's way up there. Well, so th that video is called 19 minutes or less. And we looked at what are the things within <laughs> 19 minutes of North Scottsdale that oh. we can do. Because we figured it was better than 20 and, you know. I like it. So we tell that story. I, yeah, I like it too. I'm, you guys are impressive. You've probably heard that before. But I love the marketing slant and the stories on everything. Your bio tells a story. Your 19 minutes or less is all about the stories. That's good. It's fun. It's fun to it's fun to see, yeah. right? Because we're uh, students of the game, right? We're trying to figure this out. Right? We're trying to. Right, are, at Whisper Rock, you guys live in Whisper Rock. Yes. Are you also members of Whisper Rock? No. What's the What's the deal with that? That's why we produce the whole <laughs> on everything else to do. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no, no. You can walk. You can look at the course, but don't go on. That's exactly right. Well, and I they mean, wouldn't want us on there anyway. Yeah, fair enough. Unfortunately. Um, when Whisper Rock was being built, I was in the business where you probably heard the story from a lot. But that was uh, the difficult thing for Whisper Rock as it aged was finding its footing beyond the golf course because, uh, you know, Mr. Trieste decided that he wasn't, it wasn't going to be a part of, it was going to be a special place. I mean, it still helps in the, I think, in the expansion of the name and the brand level because it's recognized as one of the elite courses in the world. Right, and because I don't know I had heard at one point, oh, but still that that twenty of the top thirty professional golfers belong there. It has the lowest handicap of any golf course in the United States. Wow! So it's a it's a really golfer's golf course. Yeah, but we we have to tell the story because there's a lot of benefits that that club brings to residents that live there in terms of HOA dues, and they pay for like the guards and a portion of the guards, but. We have to tell that story so that people understand. And it's, I always say it's kind of akin to Pebble Beach. Just because you live in Pebble Beach doesn't mean you're a member of Pebble Beach Country Club. Same with Whisper. It's a great story. Yeah, that's awesome. Love that. So true, right? Because you can't, 
Well, well done. Same where the that, Masters that. is too. Same thing. Yeah. No, I've been there. Yeah. All right, sorry. I have go. <laughs> All right, good stuff. Any last questions for them, Mr. Seabach, as we're wrapping up? Um, I'm more of just, is there things that you would like to share with our audience that we haven't discussed so far? Um, Mike, it's all yours. We have a great bunch of listings. Yeah. <laughs> this is the haves and wants section of our... <laughs> do you see yourself more as a... I mean, do, do you guys work with a lot of buyers, or are you leaning mostly towards listings due to your marketing prowess? Right, right now, it's about 50-50. About 50-50? All right, what, uh, what, what are a couple of the top words that were used most in listings that sold quickly? Fireplace, views. Um, wow, fireplace is a shocker for this area, right? <laughs> fireplace, <laughs> views. Um, kitchen. Kitchen, okay. Yeah. Now on the flip side of it, what's, Jan, this is gonna be a question for you. What's your favorite word that you've used in your storytelling? You know, I don't think I can come up with a favorite word. I, when I'm writing the brochure copy, I actually frequently visit the thesaurus. That's my guess. So I, I know. I am, yes. So I'm refreshing my vocabulary and um, that I'm using words that maybe more aptly described. I don't always want to use the word beautiful. You know, it's everything. It's challenging. You find it challenging? It's I find it, especially as you do more and more and more, because exactly. there's always so many exactly. ways you can define a red apple. Exactly. Some words <laughs> really just don't translate right. well other than the actual word. There isn't a companion word to use. Right, so, like fireplace. You know, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, fire feet. You. Yeah, right. So I can't say that I have a favorite one, but I do appreciate the challenge of trying to create uh, a personality for each property that we list. Yeah. What's more important, pictures or copy? Ugh, boy. Well, it depends. If picture's worth a thousand words and you only have 800 characters in the MLS. So if you got some really killer <laughs> killer photos, that can tell the story. I'm a little slow to thought. Picture's worth a thousand words. And you can have as many as you want, right? How many pictures do you guys typically put up? We yeah. actually... We've changed our changed strategy. It. We've cut way back on the number of pictures. Yeah. Well, we think less is more. Yeah. We take the most stellar pictures that we can get and... So on a fifty and on a five thousand square foot house, you're talking about fifteen pictures. Uh, right now we're doing ten. Ten. Yeah. We used to do we used to do like fifty sixty, and then we were like, we're telling too much of the story. We want people to come in and see these elements. We're trying to peak curiosity. Same with same with three D yeah. video. I agree. I mean, I we, we use six, a very similar strategy. Same with three D video. What do you mean? By well, that? same with you know, Zillow has the um, what do they call it? The three sixty. Yeah. So we bought a Ryko camera. We'd go in and do that. We pull it down at the end of two weeks because Zillow will put you up higher for the first two weeks, but then drop you drop. drop. Yeah. And so there's, no, so there's benefit. no benefit. To, and then you're not showing the person the entire house. Right. No, I I, I believe I, it was funny because we were I was out of a listing appointment today, and it was just a smaller house in Central Phoenix. And the previous listing was it was a twelve hundred square foot historic house or whatever and it had 54 photos for 1200 square feet and uh the comparison i say is you know selling houses is like online dating would you put pictures of yourself naked out online because that's what you, i mean literally you there was a picture of every square inch of that house and like what's the point now they don't need to come right like we're giving it all away so 
Uh, along the, I just wanted to comment on the 3D tour aspect of it. When we were doing those, we would use a 3D tour. We wouldn't do the whole house. We would just do the sections of the 3D tour that right. we needed to. The most, the the fewest sections of the house that got us a valid yep. 3D tour without exposing every square inch of the house. Yeah. Right. I mean, just hacks, right? We're talking about hacks. Okay. So, all right. Back to the comment about the 800 <clears throat> words and the picture's worth a thousand words. I heard that a video is worth 180,000 words. Like, I mean, I think it's... At 24 frames a second? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's actually one one thing that I, I hate about our MLS is they kind of hide the video. Right. you got to go to the photo tab, and the regular consumer doesn't know that. Do you so, do traditional virtual tours? No. Yeah, why not? It's just the pictures. Yeah, because as a buyer, we don't look at those, right? Yeah. It's just a, it yeah. takes a long time to get a picture to load. Where... It's one of those... There's a lot of things in real estate that are done to impress the seller. Mm -hmm. Wait, really? Really? You never heard, you've never heard that before? No. You ever heard that before, Mauricio? Uh, that aren't, never. That aren't really in the seller's best interest. Like, uh, okay, let me, like, let me let's draw like a couple and see. What, like what? Open houses. Oh, wow. We're on the totally opposite yeah. place of that. We mm -hmm. In our marketplace. That's yes. good on you. All right. We don't, yes. And, we, I'll, and I'll tell you. The, we, we sold 61% of our uh, houses from an open house where the buyer came into the open house last year. So. Sixty-one percent. Sixty-one. Maybe as yeah. you go downstream. Here, here, let's trade notes on going upstream. <laughs> <laughs> um, and now I totally lost my. Oh, what about just, do you do just listed postcards? Yes, you do as a way to sell the house. No, and I What's don't make any bones about why we're doing it. It's to grow our business, and I got it. You know, high five for that. Yeah, true. We don't talk to yes. sellers about it. Yeah. As this is what we're going to do. Right. This yeah. is it's what they call marketing. agent marketing. I don't put right. you yeah. know put you in the luxury magazine. You know, again, it goes back to what is really going to market this house versus what is going to market us as agents. And marketing us as agents is important, but our primary job is to market our clients. Well, I think that there's no business person alive that's going to say you shouldn't market yourself. Right, like it should be, but the question and the challenge I have it is, is that if the average agent spends eight to ten percent on marketing, I mean, statistically, we spend between twenty-seven and thirty-four percent of our budget on marketing. But if they're only spending eight to ten percent of their budget on marketing, ninety percent of their budget can't be on themselves, right? Because that means you're purely relying on just the MLS, the MLS to sell your house, right? Like to me. If you want to be successful in this business, you have to do more. Um, it's why we the theme of the overall podcast is putting the consumer first, but actually to make sure that the, the marketing is getting out to the consumer, not just you marketing yourself. So awesome. Good stuff. Jordan, Jan, Ian, thank you guys for coming down. <laughs> All right. We appreciate you. Episode 103 coming to wrap. If you guys like hearing from Jan and Jordan, click the like button. Tell your Go friends. Go visit their website visit at uh, lifestylecollection.com. Awesome. We're out. And uh, reach oh. out to them because they're, they're great people. So Count me down, Mo Man. Thank you so much. Thank you. Three, two, one. Thank you for listening. If you like this episode, show us some love by sharing with your friends or clicking the five-star like button. To view all of our content, visit www.agenttruth.com.